Hello, and welcome back to Star Sound Speaks. This is your host, Irliana Samsara, coming to you live, astrologers in the car, getting coffee, heading to DC. This is live coverage of a trip to Washington. If you hear this noise in the background, that's the noise on the, of the interstate. Um, but I have to say, we're gonna, to, today we have a fun, I'm gonna wrap up the whole Cancer Capricorn eclipse season that just finished our solar and lunar eclipses and what we saw and what we can look forward to. And also we're going to be talking a little bit about the new moon and um, Mercury wrapping up its retrograde journey, which was quite an interesting eclipse season with Mercury retrograde. Um, So anyway, all that good stuff coming to you in just a moment. But I just have to say, this has been really funny. My dear friend Holly, we are driving together. It's like Thelma and Louise on the road. And so we're, we're talking on these long journeys. You know, we're talking to like about charts and astrology and, you know, and all this. So she loves astrology. And I'm like, Holly, Holly, pull your chart up. And I want to let's let me let me check the position of the of where your whatever planet was, you know, the Mercury or the this or the that. And, and then and she doesn't, you know, obviously she's not an astrologer. So where she, I'm explaining to her, what, what, she, what does Mercury look like? Well, it's this little thing, you know, it's like the little head with the little winged hat, and she's, I'm like, here, here, pull it up, and I'm trying to point as I'm driving, I'm like, and she's like, no, no, what did you say? It was, oh, a little devil. It said, oh, there's, the devil ears. there's this thing with horns, and a devil, horns. I'm like, it's not horns, it's Mercury, Mercury is, it's, it's a little winged head, it's like wings on his head, you know, like the FTD florist, winged sandals, it's not horns, you know, <laughs> It was so funny just to see that. I'm trying to explain Star glyphs. Mercury. Just get us out of RX, will you? Right. Sooner get us than a, later. Sooner rather than later. It's Move coming. Along. Move along. Move along, retrograde. Tuesday. Tuesday. It, it'll leave. Um, it'll retrograde. It'll go station direct, it's called. The official language. Stationing direct. In, I think it's 23 Cancer. And then it'll head back into Leo where it started. So Get back where you belong, Mercury. Get back where you belong. Now, like uh, right, get back to where you once belonged. Oh, but you have to embrace Holly Mercury retrograde. It's the Mercury retrograde entertainment hour. That's how you get through the frustrations that it can bring. Okay. You got take it with a grain of salt. Dancing like, in the conversation. Yeah, dancing in the conversation, just kind of laughing and having fun, like, like you know, yeah, just have fun with it. That's what, I, and that's how I how I learned to be okay with Mercury. I used to get crazy and used to bug the heck out of me for years and years. And then I learned, I, I found some measure of peace in myself and it no longer bothered me. And so then you can like relax and have fun with it and watch it. And yeah, it doesn't, it's not too bad, but anyway, I digress. So back we are cancer Capricorn eclipse season. Okay. We had our solar eclipse July 2nd, two days before the USA, um, 4th of July. And that was in Cancer, 10 degrees Cancer. Then we just had our solar eclipse, 24 degrees Capricorn, on the 16th of July. And, um, you know, eclipse season, you start feeling those energies coming on definitely within two weeks of the of the dates. So, for, so since late June, we've really been in that eclipse zone. Sometimes when things are super powerful, you can actually see it coming and feeling it even months ahead. It can even be that strong. But um, so I guess, you know, obviously the biggest, most impactful news story for our society has been the... Um, the whole arrest of Jeffrey Epstein and that whole thing with Trump and Epstein and the the pedo 
you know, investigations that have been, that are now being reopened, right? So what did Mercury retrograde do? You know, it's renewing, uh, reviewing and renegotiating, right? So the, 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 the plea agreement that he basically got off on several years ago was reviewed and renewed, uh, not renewed, revoked. And so that's a classic Mercury retrograde. Let's go back and look at agreements. And uh, this one's not good. So that was it was an interesting um, thing. Now, with Pluto being so close to Saturn all this year, um, especially tight in April, we're going to see that conjunction again. It'll f- get much closer by December, and then it'll be exactly conjunct in January, January 12th. We'll be talking more about that in the weeks and months to come. But, um, you know, it, it has this, this background influence of Pluto throughout this year. So that has brought a very intense transformative you know purging you know the shadow side of government and people in high places which obviously you know Epstein with his billionaire connections and you know delving into these dark areas that no one had known about or very few that had been covered up that has been a real big theme of this this you know shadow the collective shadow being exposed so um we're going to be seeing more of that in the next eclipses you know we're not done with cancer capricorn we've got another the day after christmas in the uh western hemisphere we're going to have the solar the next solar eclipse in capricorn then the lunar eclipse will follow two weeks later in early january at cancer and then we've got another set in um you know in in in, of next year in the summer in june 2020 um so it's still um it's finishing off in june you know it'll be done because the sag eclipses start uh the Gemini Sag eclipse axis will start coming in next summer but we're still in the thick of it and this is a very very deep profound transformation about governments shifting paradigms of society um, you know and and really game-changing passing of the baton you know I I think of one really um, very uplifting moment in the in this eclipse season has been Coco Goff winning at the age of 15 upsetting Venus uh, sorry Serena Williams um, right in the first you know it was like it felt like day one of Wimbledon you know and there it was like the passing of the baton you know uh, the eclipse fell on Coco's uh, Saturn did I mention that in a previous podcast if I did I'm repeating myself I was just so darn impressed but anyway there she was the eclipse fell on her Saturn in Cancer, or very close to it, so she was literally, her old life was eclipsed, you know, it's like your life is never the same again, yeah, you've just defeated your lifelong hero, you know, which which she was, and uh, at the tender age of 15, so, um, you know, it's interesting because that she has put in the work, and, and in previous episodes, I've said how in an eclipse cycle, you know, with, uh, with, um, the way it works is it can often reward things, you know, or it's time to get recognition. And, um, as my, one of my astrologer mentors used to say, uh, magical incongruous nonlinear change. And I love that magical incongruous nonlinear change. So that's exciting. And, uh, and it certainly happened for Coco, right? So one night, she took her, you know, science exam. The next, went to bed. The next day, she woke up and beat Serena Williams. So that's definitely incongruous and nonlinear from 
this, you know, unknown person to, um, you know, not known in the world, but now she's just jumped onto the world stage, but she has worked for it. She's got a lot of, um, you know, she put in her hours. So, um, and you know, what was also interesting, I, of course, me, you know, as soon as I read that headline, I jumped over to Coke, the Wikipedia, looked up Coco's birth. Of course, they didn't have a birth time, but I thought it was interesting because transiting Uranus was exactly conjunct Coco's Venus, her natal Venus, and she and she beat. Oh well, it wasn't. She didn't beat Venus Williams. She beat Serena. No, she did beat Venus. All right, Mercury retrograde. Thank you, Holly. She did beat Venus. I thought that was amazing. She literally beat Venus. Uranus hit Coco's Venus. So Uranus is the they called the great disruptor, and it's that you know electric lightning bolt from out of nowhere that wake up, shake up, break up, and boom, you know it exploded right on her planet. I thought that was crazy, and look at that. It's almost like a cosmic joke, you know. Of course, you know, poor Venus didn't think of it that way, but um, but under very gracefully, you know. They're, they're class acts. These women are just class acts. So I love Coco. And um, I just think what was cool, too, is Wimbledon put out this amazing ad. And it was like a takeoff on the Coco Chanel ads with the, the word Coco in big black block letters. That was just like the Coco of the Coco Chanel brand. And it said Coco. And then they show a picture of her kneeling in this beautiful, you know, her tennis whites. And she's like kneeling in like its profile. And then underneath it, it said, a star is born. And I thought, oh, that's a classic example of an eclipse falling in your chart. There it is. Something magical can enter your life. So that's a nice, um, I want to say that because so many people were, were trying to get away from this idea about being ominous and negative and scary and bad and wrong and you know eclipses can show change which can be either good or you know quote good or bad depending on how you look at it but it's not um it's not to be think thought of as just this scary bad omen you know ominous thing although it can you know portend difficult things and challenges and endings and such but uh what it you know what it showed here was her entrance onto the world stage so um, anyway, I just thought that was really cool. Another thing I wanted to mention was the weather. If you notice what happened in this eclipse season, now you remember the Cancer and Capricorn, Cancer, water sign, and Capricorn, Earth. And look at all these bizarre and intense weather change, climate crisis, taking a front row seat, um, you know, uh, climate emergency, as, as Greta Thunberg calls it. So cancer can be in water can be frozen it can be solid you know solid frozen it can be gaseous it can be liquid water so it can rule floods and ice so i thought it was really fascinating because in guadalajara mexico two days before the eclipse there was that freak storm that overnight five feet five to six feet of hailstones and ice it looked like slush and snow piled five feet high in Guadalajara, which had just been in the 90s and 100 degree weather, literally overnight. Um, it was 31, no, what, what's, what's 31 degrees Fahrenheit? That's got to be over 100. Yeah, it was crazy. And there it was, this hailstorm um, just buried all these cars. And so there's, there's a 
interesting indicator. And then you had, um, and the Tour de France, the same thing happened two days after the lunar eclipse. The Tour de France, a part of that stage of their competition, had to be canceled because there was this gigundo hailstorm. So they, and it's very rare that they ever have to shut down a race to weather, but they did it then. So there you go with that. Um, and it happens to be that July is the hottest month of the year, and this kind of thing happening. Uh, flooding the Missouri River, Kansas, Missouri, Nebraska. You've probably seen it in the headlines with farmers' crops ruined, and millions and billions of dollars in damage, and flooded the floodplains and the levees breaking. And, you know, there again, the cancer influence of floods and Capricorn Earth, right? Floods, Earth, Earth, water. So, um, like I said, this could be, um, it's, it's something that we're learning, you know, we are learning to work out, that we're being called to work out. How do we manage these things effectively and sustainably? So, uh, there's that for weather. Uh, let's see, was there anything else about that? Okay, I guess we'll just move on to the new moon. So, the new moon is on Tuesday is it a Tuesday? I don't know. 7.30, January, I mean, July 31st, whatever day that is. <laughs> and it's um, at eight degrees of Leo. So we're, you know, we're in the Leo eclipses. I mean, the eclipses, a Leo uh, moon, Leo and Aquarius, right? So the full moon will be in the middle of August. And we'll talk about that in another podcast. That'll be the full moon in Aquarius. But for the new moon, of course, it's the sun and moon are both in Leo. This one's got an interesting angle. It's got Venus. We have Venus in Leo. So it's conjunct or lined up right next to the sun. So the sun, moon, and Venus in Leo. That's a lot of light around, wow, what's Leo? Love, creativity, courageous, bold adventure, um, pleasure-seeking, romance, um, creative self-expression, all the generosity of spirit, warmth, love, 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 right? The the lion, the lion loves big. And so Venus conjunct is giving us a taste of that. But it is, I will say, however, Venus is squaring Uranus in the sign of Taurus. So that is, maybe it's, it's really calling us to say, hey, let's, let's question our, our values of, of what we think is important to us in terms of possessions, Let's rethink our material goods or our relationship to possessions. Are, are we possessing them or do they possess us? That might be a good question to ask. Um, Uranus and Taurus is bringing us, there's an enormous amount of interest and um, all these billion dollar companies, venture capitalists opening vegan burgers and the vegan revolution is really taking hold on a, on a next higher level. You've got all these different burgers out there and these big companies that are getting on the vegan bandwagon. So it's becoming more and more mainstream as we have seen last year when Venus went, I mean, when Uranus went to Taurus, that this would be happening. And so that's continuing. But for this new moon, it's in a square to Venus. So it's probably, this is an opportunity that is shaking people up out of uh, you know, comfort and pleasure and saying, okay, you can have comfort and it's okay to have fun and pleasure, but how about if we do it sustainably where we're not like, for example, hurting animals or the environment because Taurus is an earth sign. So it has as much impact with that. And these wonderful kids like Greta Thunberg is, you know, having, she's still having her school strikes every Friday. She said, even though 
we're out of school for the summer. Our strikes continue because Mother Nature is not taking a break from this climate crisis, climate emergency. So that's that's pretty amazing. So that's um, probably, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about is that Venus um, square Uranus. We could also be seeing, um, obviously, more uh, going on with Epstein and, you know, in terms of that trial and um, women, women coming forward to talk about abuse and, uh, you know, things of that nature. So um, it was interesting because yesterday the the film, the uh, Quentin Tarantino's new film opened called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I don't know if you, you heard, but there, there was a team of artists, of street artists, that went around Los Angeles and def- defaced, changed all the billboards and bus ads advertising the movie. They actually got, can you imagine the effort it takes in the middle of the night so they surreptitiously changed this, this, this one giant billboard on, in, right in, in downtown LA. And it showed a picture of the Hollywood sign and Brad Pitt and... Um, and uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, the two co-stars, and either one's standing, one's in a car, and it's this view of Hollywood with the Hollywood sign, and they changed their names, and they took their names off and put Jeffrey Epstein, and uh, one of them said Woody Allen, believe it or not. It was pretty crazy. And the other was Roman Polanski, you know, so who had long been, has the U.S. has long been, you know, trying to extradite him for... A, um, an offense God what, 40 years ago having a, a sex with an underage girl so um, there it is and then they changed Hollywood to pedo wood and this is all this is all in the news so um, you know everybody it's amazing how the scale at which this is you know being recognized and seen so um, yeah it's starting to really blow up in our paradigms and the things that we have, long put up with that were unhealthy and, and toxic for us or, or coming down around us. So how we look at that personally, if that's the collective, then taking it to microcosmic, you know, to our level of personal transformation, this is where we re-examine our structures of reality and what is, what is healthy for us, what boundaries and what ideas about how we have set up our reality, uh, what, what needs to go, you know, with Pluto and Saturn retrograde right now, this is definitely a deep examination, doing shadow work, and uh, really making a major assessment on, um, you know, what needs to go, and um, what are the things that we're so subconsciously, like, unaware of, that we, we, we have these patterns that we don't even realize that are absolutely toxic. So, that's what's uh, what's so, and uh, let's see. I think that's it for now. Hmm, I can't wait. We get to Washington, yay! So yeah, that's that's our little roundup for today. Um, oh, I know what I want to say. One other thing. So Tuesday, July thirtieth, we have the activation. Mars will activate last August's eclipse, which was at on August eleventh. There was an eclipse at eighteen degrees of Leo. So if you have the sun or the moon or any planet or point at eh, you know thirteen to twenty degrees roughly of Leo or Aquarius, or Scorpio, or Taurus, you're going to see there's a, this Mars will push something into, to, to have you take action on, 
And uh, so, interestingly enough, the day that Epstein was arrested, July 8th, was the exact same day. That was one of the days that, um, that was not that it was another eclipse. It was the lunar eclipse in July of last year. There was a, um, that one got, that one got activated um, on July 8th. And that one was lunar, well, think women, lunar, closing the door in the past. It was at four degrees of Aquarius. So the shadow side of Aquarius is trauma. So here's Jeffrey Epstein getting arrested for traumatic women, you know, the connection trauma women. Very interesting. Um, So anyway, the next activation is going to be July 30th. And it's going to have to do with that August 11th eclipse at 18 degrees of Leo. So it's so if again, if you have planets around and points around those degrees, this is a time that puts something into action regarding taking action in your life. Every, anything connected with Leo, your heart, your love, um, moving forward dynamically and boldly. You know, taking a cur, right? Cur is the heart, cur leone, the heart of the lion, the lion hearted, right? That's why the heart rules Leo. And uh, so that's an opportunity, a stargative opportunity. Then uh, let's see. But the big one, which I'm going to devote the next episode to, is going to be on the Great American Eclipse. And that one is going to activate around August 15th. And we're already seeing it. Things are coming to a head, you know, say with this, you know, Epstein thing, which is huge. It's absolutely huge to uncover these networks of, that have been influencing people in politics for so long that the collective didn't know about. So we're going to be seeing more and more of that opening up. So by August 15th, get ready. You know, that was only over America. So the affairs of America were greatly highlighted. But like I said, I'm going to be talking about that in another podcast. It deserves its own treatment. It's a big one, folks. Really big. So until that time, we zipping, zipping down the interstate, uh, heading into Washington. And um, I bid you all adieu. And um, I, we will catch you on the, on the next episode. And um, anyway, thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, you can always uh, write me an email, irliana at starsoundastrology.com. It's the website being starsoundastrology.com. And, um, you know, send me an email. We love to hear from you. We love all your questions, suggestions, ideas, and all that good stuff. So until then, adieu, adieu, au revoir. Okay, bye.